Are you struggling to believe that there is a purpose for your life? That after all you've been through, seen or done, that there's a chance you'll ever find peace and wholeness again? Welcome to Love and Be Loved. This podcast explores what matters to us the most. Overcoming adversity, success stories on relationships with God, ourselves, and others. Now here is your host, Lena Sibula. Happy New Year! We wish you good health and prosperity and may God bless you and your beautiful families with love, peace, and joy. Do you pick your intention or choose the word for this year? Previous years, for me, it was word transformation and evolving. And man, it was good. This year, it's word freedom. What does come to your mind when you hear this word? Freedom from fear, perhaps? Financial freedom? Maybe it's time freedom or freedom from limited beliefs? But then this word means a lot to me in another context. I was a prisoner, kidnapped and trafficked into foreign countries. And I was sold into slavery. Christ rescued me and saved my life. And today I fight for freedom alongside of these amazing people and organizations who chosen life purpose to rescue oppressed, enslaved, and trafficked, supporting survivors and fighting against injustice. January is dedicated to raising awareness about human trafficking. It's a key time for us all as individuals to educate ourselves about this crime and crucially to learn to spot the red flags. This month, you will hear an inspirational survivor's stories of someone whose voices creating awareness and helping others to move forward by sharing these stories. And you will hear from the experts as well. Through this podcast, we empower you to study this issue, be a voice, and make a difference in ending human trafficking. If you know me, you know why I'm so passionate about this topic. If you don't know me, here's my story called Modern Day Slavery, My Journey from Hell to Heaven. So this is going to be first episode of this year, a story of surviving, overcoming, and thriving. I want you to just stop for a moment and to imagine a child being raised in a home full of strangers with parents who did nothing to protect her. She becomes an easy target for those guys. At times being drugged in the basement and raped, getting pregnant at 14, burned her baby at 15, drug-addicted and alcohol-dependent at 16, and at 18, being groomed for sex trafficking and then being sold into slavery into foreign country. Can you picture that? Sounds like a great plotline for the Netflix series, doesn't it, right? In those days, I wish that's all it was. No. It's part of my life. It's how my story begins. 
I would never have imagined that after 20 years of silence, I would be standing on stage in front of hundreds of people and that my story would be broadcasted all over social media. In the past, I was afraid of judgment and rejection. I thought it was a story of guilt, shame, and condemnation. But now I know it's God's story of salvation. I was born and raised in Ukraine. My parents struggled in their marriage. They became an alcoholics and lost well-paid jobs. At our home, the government turned off the electricity and hot water for outstanding bills. I was hungry all the time. I was literally starving. Our home was infested with black mold, cockroaches, and mice. A struggle and poverty trying to survive. I was raised in a home full of strangers who brought booze and drugs with parents who did nothing to protect me. So I've become an easy target for those guys. I was drugged and raped in the basement of my own apartment numerous times. When I thought things couldn't get any worse, one month before my 15th birthday, I woke up with severe abdominal pain, scared and confused only to realize that I was in labor. I didn't know I was pregnant. I didn't know who her father was. My baby girl died three months later from health complications. I buried her when I was 15 years old. I carried her casket to the cemetery in my arms and for the next 20 years that image has plagued my mind and my soul. I suffer with depression, anxiety and panic attacks. I used alcohol and drugs to medicate my pain. I turned to heroin because it was better to be high and checked out for a while than feeling worthless, hopeless abandoned and broken, so broken. As the years went by, I saw people dying around me or who went to jail, desperate and in despair and knew that if anything was to change in my life, I needed to change. Oh my goodness, guys, I met this lady. She looked like a celebrity. She brought me to her house and offered me fancy coffee and sweets, I was so impressed. She was wealthy and loving and compassionate. It felt wonderful and safe. I didn't know then that she would be a villain in my story, my personal Cruella Deville. She told me that she would be able to find me a job, no specifics, just a job. Without much thought, I accepted eager to escape. Her team went to work. Still on heavy drugs, I vaguely remember an airport and how I got through customs, I'll never know. I woke up hearing the Muslim call to prayer, Allahu Akbar, ran out. I was confused and terrified because I was in a foreign country. I finally got it. Cruella Deville sold me into human trafficking. I find out I was in Cairo, Egypt. Then, as any addict, I started to think about where my next dose was going to come from. 
I was already nauseous and was going to need it soon. Fear and panic cut into my core. There wasn't going to be a next dose. I was sick, but remained allured by my new surroundings. Once my symptoms become manageable, I was able to tour the city a bit more. We had two men accompany us, five girls, acting as our guide. Everything was amazing, and more than I ever thought was possible for me. They took us to a beautiful city where every building was painted white. I had never seen anything so exotic in my life. I watched the sunset over the Red Sea. I was mesmerized by the red and orange hues splashed across the vast canvas of sky and sea. I was so thankful in my heart that I was given this chance to witness such a beauty. Next morning our room was raided by the police and we were taken to the station to be questioned. They took our passports and fingerprints and wrote down everything we said. They repeated over and over, why are you here? Implying that we were trafficked. We had been given our script and stuck to it. Finally, they let us go. And in a few hours, we were on the road again, headed for another mysterious destination. We drove for hours of road through the sand dunes. Finally, we arrived and saw the tent in the middle of nowhere. Our guide left us with two huge, terrifying Middle Eastern men who did not treat us well. At night, hungry and tired, they forced us to walk through the dark, cold desert. We waited silently. I could see soldiers on the border tower. I could hear them speak. That's how close we were. Fear and uneasy feelings settled among us. It was very cold. The temperature drops in the desert at night, very fast. We were forced to crawl under the barbed wire crossing the border. A few years later, Egypt-Israel border would be equipped with the cameras and motion detectors. A pity it wasn't available when we were crossing. Surely we would have been caught or wouldn't have even attempted. Crossing the border illegally was dangerous and we were off schedule because of the earlier police intervention. There was no one to receive us, so they forced us to crawl back. The next day, the men ordered us in the bed of the truck. They threw huge, heavy spare tires on top of us, relishing in our pain and then covered us with tarp. We were trying to cross in the border again. We were paralyzed with fear and remained silent. Through a crack, I saw machine guns and soldiers. It was border patrol checkpoint. We were clear to proceed and drove for a while until we were met by other men. We were hurried out of the truck. We ran, crawled under the fence, and run again. This time a jeep was waiting for us. It was unreal. Once in Israel, we were separated and sold to different brothels. 
I was bought by family business and learned that it's very important what brothel you end up in. Most of the girls who came with me died of unmissing. Although it was a horrible situation, it was an upgrade for me. As I was clean, fed, made money, and no one could rape me or beat me to death. In the brothel, my bodyguard shared the gospel, the good news of God's love with me, a real blessing. And when my grandpa had heart attack, we went to Jerusalem to pray at the Wailing Wall. The closer we inched towards the wall, my mind went to darker and darker places of my soul. Who was I to approach this holy ground? I wasn't worthy of this audience. All my dark deeds flashed before my eyes, and I was overwhelmed with the deep sense of shame. People like me don't deserve mercy. But God did hear me and miraculously healed my grandpa, saving his life. In most cases, you never leave this kind of situation alive unless you have been rescued. By the grace of God, almost two years later, they set me free and I was allowed to go back to Ukraine. I thought I will build a new life. But one of my bodyguards, who was like a brother to me, cheated me out of all of my possessions. And my trustworthy aunt stole all my money. I felt devastated and betrayed. I turned to what was familiar. I became the right hand of the number one drug dealer in my city. I had an unlimited amount of drugs, money, and influence. But it wasn't safe. I had to get away or I'll be dead from overdose or possibly end up in jail or even being murdered. I didn't know what to do. So I sold myself again into sex trade. Why wouldn't I? That's all I knew. This time I was trafficked to Canada and end up on drugs and alcohol again. But here in Canada, I had an opportunity to start a new life, and I took it. I escaped sex slavery. I lived in a shelter and learned English from level zero. My teacher was great at helping class to assimilate. Had so much passion and even more patience. He truly wanted us to succeed. We were like junior kindergarten class, but with old people. He drew pictures and made faces, and he talked super slow. We learned about different situations we might encounter outside. It was hard for me. Back home, my test scores had always been high, and my Russian was perfect. Here, I was really frustrated that I couldn't learn fast enough and that my accent was really thick. Over time, I know that my accent has improved a lot. Finally, after years of turmoil, I was free to choose and to dream. I applied to and graduated from cosmetology school and became a hairstylist. It felt really good. I could not envision this life when I was trafficked or when I was meeting with that nasty Cruella Devil woman. 
I couldn't see it. Now I'm living it. I went to achieve mode. I've earned diplomas, medals, and trophies, hoping to earn peace and worth and value. I wanted to be normal, and still I was selfish, rude, obnoxious, and very, very angry. And then I met an amazing guy who treated me like a lady. He changed my life. The fact that he was handsome and young was a big bonus. Soon after, our beautiful baby girl was born. I wanted to be a good wife and a mother, but my past tormented me. And so I started to take steps to improve my life, to improve me. In 2011, at Alpha Course, I gave my life to Christ and received grace and forgiveness. I'm still working on my self-development with help of the coaches, counseling, and therapy. And finally, I'm starting to pay attention to my mental and physical health. I'm still work in progress, but I'm not the same person anymore. Today, I'm a wife and a mother of three beautiful children, as well as I am an author, a social justice advocate, I'm blogger and speaker, soon to be a life coach, and I'm the host of this amazing Love and Beloved podcast. I want to encourage and inspire and to offer hope that there is a chance to thrive after trauma. And I'm not saying this to impress you, but to impress upon you that you can have beautiful life, full of passion and purpose, regardless what you went through. In August 2019, my book Miraculous was published. It's my spiritual autobiography, my journey from hell to heaven. I wrote this book to share the good news of God's love and what Christ did in my life and to educate and inspire others about the reality of human sex trafficking. Portion of the profit goes to support survivors and street outreach ministries. Let's talk about human trafficking for a minute. It's modern-day slavery, recruitment and exercising control over the person to exploit them through sexual or forced labor. It's commonly taught that the buying and selling people is something of the past. But in fact, guys, there's more people trafficked today than any time in human history. That's why my message today, not just to share my story, but to let you know that this is not a problem that's happening in another country. Yes, there is. But most importantly, it's happening right here, right now. There are people in your neighborhood most likely who are victims or will be victims of human trafficking. Human trafficking can happen to anyone, but some people are more vulnerable than others. Significant risk factors including dysfunctional families just like mine, substance abuse and mental health concerns. Often traffickers identify and leverage their victims' pain points to create dependency. They prey on the basic human needs. 
The most pervasive myth about human trafficking is that it often involves kidnapping or physical force. It can happen, but in reality, most traffickers use psychological means, such as manipulation or threats. Some people being held against their will, but some are afraid for their safety. And most victims are being controlled with fear, isolation, and guilt, and shame. Another misconception is that traffickers prey on victims they don't know. The reality is, most of the time involved are family and friends. And victims are not only women and girls. Boys and men are also victimized by sex slavery. A major problem these days is that trafficking can be very hard to spot. The person who is trafficked, as well as those around them, may not even know that this is happening. Now that you've heard my story, let me identify what specific signs watch for. Here's the sum of the red flags for people who are being groomed for sex trafficking. They are withdrawing from family and friends. They are being secretive about their activities or having new clothing and jewelry that they cannot afford to buy or suddenly have a new or second cell phone with a secret number. Victims of human trafficking are fearful, anxious, depressed, submissive, tense, nervous, and paranoid. They are showing signs of abuse such as bruising or fractures or tattoo of branding symbols, especially names. Now that you know that, and obviously, just because it's a red flag, it might not be a human trafficking situation, but it could be. So don't dismiss anything. Ask questions. And if there is immediate danger, or you suspect person is being trafficked, call 911 or your local police service, you might save someone's life. Being trafficked can cause severe trauma, and survivors often need intensive, specialized services and support to rebuild their lives. That's why I partner up with Fight for Freedom. They exist to be an active voice and advocate of justice for women and men impacted by the sex industry and to further assist them in finding necessary support that will aid them in the journey to safety, healing, and restoration. Fight for Freedom provides survivor care programs, therapy, counseling, housing support, and life skills building, as well as raising awareness on human trafficking through community education programs. You might be asking, what can I do to help to stop human trafficking? You can do fundraising, volunteer, advocate, hold events to raise awareness, buy code products and companies that permit human trafficking, and help survivors and absolutely stay informed. Here's the thing. Regardless of your journey, you are never alone. I want you to take that away. You are loved. You are significant. And your life is valuable. And I know that it's possible to be successful despite the difficulties and challenges 
in life. Don't give up. There is a chance to have love, joy, peace, and wholeness again after everything you've seen and done. Based on what I've shared with you today, I want to leave you with this quote by Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. And as we let our own light shine, we give other people permission to do the same. My light shines bright these days. Now it's time for you to shine yours upon the world too. And for those of you who want to know more about my story and my journey to freedom, you can read my book, Miraculous, My Journey from Hell to Heaven. And I'm going to post in show notes links to everything that I mentioned today. And you can purchase this book through Amazon or through my website at Lina Cibula, L-E-N-A-C-E-B-U-L-A dot C-A. Or if you would like to have the signed copy, please email me at linacibula at gmail.com. And if you would like to be a guest on my podcast, just shoot me email Or if you just would like to share your story with me privately, I'm so open and willing to support you. And there is another thing. If you are a survivor of human trafficking and you need support, please let me know. And actually, I will send you a copy of my book as a gift. Please remember that that you are significant and your life is so valuable and you are so, so loved. Look how far you've come. 2022 was hard, so a few years previous, but we did survive and overcome. And I pray for those who lost their family members. I pray for those who are sick. I pray for those who are still in bondage and of trauma and fear. And I pray for freedom for you and your beautiful families and your beautiful minds and bodies and your souls. I love you guys. And let's have another hard but amazing year. God bless. And remember, you are never alone. You are loved. You are God's treasure, precious and priceless to Him. Thank you for listening to Love and Be Loved. If you have any questions about what you heard today, visit lovedandbeloved.com. It's love and the letter B with no E, loved.com. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and share the show. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. If you'd like to connect, we would love to hear from you. So send a quick note to linasabula at gmail.com. Stay healthy, stay safe, love and be loved.